good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> we are truly in this together. To get, to get, to get, to get together. <laughs> and the only way we will get through this is by all of us working together. Each of of you doing your part you, you must stay at home period welcome to the you must stay at home pod you must stay at home but maybe you shouldn't stay at home maybe you should get out in the street Fuck it up. Yes, yeah, it looks like it's, it's coming down to that. Um, since uh, 45 is, is basically daring people to uh, protest. Yeah, that was bad. Um, I kept seeing the announcements for uh, a press conference and got distracted for all of five minutes and came back and he had walked out and said, I'm gonna kill all of you with the military and then went across the street to the church. He was done. <laughs> so the Bible he had never how the Bible he had never cracked open. Right, exactly. For the first time in his life. <laughs> right. So it was very it's a very interesting afternoon. Um I have been on Twitter, glued to Twitter, uh, as I am want to do for the past week since George Floyd was murdered. Uh, in cold blood and broad daylight um, and it is what I'm seeing about what's happening all over the country is wild and I gotta say I love to see it I'm all for for, for it the anarchist in me is loving this but for the right reasons for the right reasons not just for the sake of anarchy so there was a woman in the Midwest who stole a police horse, allegedly. <laughs> and, uh, led protests. Did that happen to be you? It, it did not happen to be me. That's very, uh, <laughs> it's very on brand for the Midwest, part of the Midwest I'm in. Uh, so I, <laughs> I am not surprised to hear that. But um, they shut down. They've been shutting down public transportation and raising the bridges in the city. The city I has heard, a river and I, trapping people. I heard a particular Midwest city had a drawbridge. Yeah, several. They couldn't get home in time for the... Exactly. They announced the, it late and drew the bridges up and cut the buses off and the trains and then said, hey, y'all violating curfew. So it's been it's been interesting, um, but I I gotta say, like I said, I'm so proud of people. Um, you know, the protests, when, Minneapolis for your, expected. For your uh, quick question, for your uh, for your um, pardon me, what's the name of the the uh, curfew? For your curfew, did you get an Amber Alert? I did. Did. Yeah, that's what I did too. That's I was just curious. And uh, it shocked me. Um, I said, "What curfew? Oh, okay." Because it came like within minutes of when the curfew was about to be enacted. 
like 625. There's curfew in 10 minutes. Go. Same, same here, because the curfew here was, like yesterday, was at 11 a. p.m. And now today it was at 6 p.m. And then mm-hmm. knowing that there's going to be a curfew today and tomorrow, it just throws a monkey wrench in plans. If Let's say you have a job. Like all of the restaurants on our side, we tried to order dinner. Could it, Every restaurant was closed because they, uh, all the restaurant employees had to hustle home early because right. of this brand new curfew. So think of all these essential workers who are working essentially and now Out. put in a jam. Right. Ours keep saying, uh, our alerts keep saying, you know, ex- essential workers are exempted, but exactly. They, most of them, well, maybe not most, but a great deal of them rely on public transportation that they they keep cutting off. So it is, how could you, it's, it's wild. How do you prove you're an essential worker? Let's say you work for a delivery app. There's no Uber, there's no Uber ID. There's no, there's no, um, Grub up. There's no, there's no official ID that you have to show police officer. Oh, I'm an official employee of. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you're like um, you're a contractor. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way to officially, right? Uh, prove that you know. And, and hell, I can walk outside and sign up for the app and basically, you know, just say, hey, here I am. Um, I'm at, I'm, I'm at work. Um, but uh, yeah, it is throwing a wrench in things. I had uh, an appointment this morning, got canceled because they've shut that part of the part of the, uh, town down and I can't get an Amazon fresh delivery and I need my pea milk and my frozen vegetables to make smoothies, but there are no delivery windows. So, Hey guys, I, I you know what? Now that I'm thinking about this stuff that we're going through now, I never thought there'd be somebody that would make me miss George Bush. Well, there's a there's a hell of a statement, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's no way anybody could be worse. I re- I distinctly recall when he was in office and as that his term, his second term was coming to the end, feeling that way, that, oh, thank God, this is almost over. Nothing will ever be this bad again. <laughs> Can it all be I so mean, simple? You couldn't even write I mean, this shit feels like a, a, a science fiction novel. It's a complete dystopian hellscape Fantastic. come to life, yeah, for sure. For sure, and especially you all made me watch uh, Watchmen a week ago, a week or two ago, and uh, that was, uh, you know, a dystopian comic book series, and it pales to what is going on in real life. Um, it I mean, is minus the raining squid. I mean, this is pretty much, you know, it. Exactly right. It's remarkable. <laughs> but think about the think about the think about what triggered the raining squid. There was that 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 amazing thing that happened when people just died, mm-hmm. and then suddenly the raining squid is COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. 
that's what I mean is the the parallels. Because they made a stop in place. They sound the alarm. Stop in place. And the and the police brutality and the you know the police being police infiltrated police. by the Klan, right? Like. I, wa I was watching that. I finished watching it before George Floyd was killed and, you know, was thinking, oh, wow, this parallels a lot to what's going on. But, you know, it's more right, right in time, right in time for the 99th anniversary of that massacre. In exactly right. Which was yesterday. Yesterday. I yeah, did not exactly. know that. I did not That's know that. That's why we wanted you to watch it. Well, yesterday, you know, was, is near and dear to my heart annually, and uh, I'm I'm shocked, shocked to learn uh, that's the anniversary of the Tulsa uh, massacre, Black Wall Street massacre. So interesting times uh, to be alive for sure. Um, so it means something I mean, more. I mean, to I mean you people. Now. I mean, people protest. What is he going to do? Have drone strikes on, on domestic citizens? Yes, you didn't hear, uh, at least I didn't, like I said, I missed the, uh, the statement he made, but according to Twitter, Yeah, I listened to the replay of it. He made some statement and, and somebody said he yelled the part about exercise your second amendment rights. And people were saying that was a dog whistle to his supporters to come out no, and he, have it he sure did. I did, he sure did say that. He paused and went back and said it. I'm like, oh shit. Right. Telling and people so, to go out and, uh, do something about it. Yeah, no, he's stoking a race war. Yep. Or a civil war, however you want to call it, one and the same in America. Um, the, the, so the best, to me, the best thing about this is that when you look at the faces of the protests, initially, when it first happened, and you said, oh, well, all these white people protesting on behalf of Black Lives Matter, it's not that it's, at first I was a bit offended because they would start breaking shit with BLM and they'd be, you know, an Antifa. I don't give a shit about Antifa. Which Antifa? They're anti-fascists. He's defending white supremacy while denigrating anti-fascism. We live in America. We're, we should be anti-fascists. Exactly right. And, bedrock, and, and supposedly a bedrock principle. Yes. So my, anyway, my point is that the way that he talks about uh, and uh, Antifa and how horrible these people are. We get, I, I feel like he's he's lost in in what the movement really is. Excuse me, point of the story. I feel like when it first happened, all these people were, it was a bit offensive. Because like, oh, they're fucking things up. You can edit this part. You can fucking things up, but now when you look at it, like, well, so what? This is the straw that broke the camel's back is what George mm -hmm. Floyd's tragic murder is about. And it's not just, all this is showing you is that it's not just black people that are upset. Right. Yeah, black people are being treated like shit for the, for the history of this nation. But so mm -hmm. are, so is everyone else. And all these people who, his, his base, his so-called base, he doesn't really have this so-called face. These old people who are dying of COVID, they're the real people dying of COVID. His yeah, so-called I mean, face. Even, even, um, even when you look at where uh, Ahmaud Arbery got killed, Arbery got killed, I'm sorry, uh, mispronouncing his name, 
uh, in the um, in the neighborhood. Supposedly, this guy was flying a, a Trump banner saying, you know, Trump 2020, enough of the bullshit. <laughs> well, I what agree. Do you, what do you think the bullshit is? Right, I agree. Did he make that sign himself? Probably. <laughs> Who knows? Go on Trump.com. They probably got one for you. Not for the bullshit. <laughs> but what I think is that, what I think is that all these people uniting, kind of to me. Well, it was reassuring to me to see the color of the it's youth. It's a youthful movement. Mm-hmm. The protesters, because you know we're too old and fat. Me and yourself. Yeah, I know. Bucking. I'm talking from bucking on. Yeah. We're too old and fat to be out there running and chasing, chasing, running away from uh, tear gas. But it's such a useful movement and it's such a blended movement of people from all different nationalities, not nationalities, uh, I guess maybe ethnicity, countries of ethnicities and demographics. Right. Well, that even you know, old. Old women. I saw old black women in her seventies on her walker protesting. Yeah, I saw the so, police yeah. light into some elderly man who was walking with a cane. They took him yeah. down. Um, but uh, you're, yeah, you're speaking to, which is why, like I said at the beginning, I love, I love what I'm seeing. Um, you know, and I'm obviously praying no one gets hurt and praying people stay safe. Uh, with COVID and all that, but um, I'm so heartened to see people out in the streets. Um, It is a confluence of, you know, being tired of the bullshit uh, with this administration, the, you know, 40 million people who have lost their jobs, um, the pandemic and the absolutely abysmal response really no so response the, so the confluence turns into yes. this perfect storm of, exactly right of and ways police. to get joe biden the presidency right and police brutality and you know it's it is um it's kind of marvelous to see and and you know it reflects and, and this is something that the buck and i have been arguing about offline for a while now actually not just <laughs> for a while now um, I, I'm encouraged by the crowds I see outside because they are diverse. I think we do have allies as Black people in this cause. Now, do the allies know what to do? Are they legion? You know, those are questions that you can debate. But there are definitely, there are there are definitely people who have recognized the brutality and the discrimination that we face and 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 know it to be true and are not trying to sugarcoat it, not trying to look the other way. And when we, you know, when we stepped out there, they will step up as well. So I'm heartened by that. I think, you know. but I, okay, so I, I'll just agree with that. Because I don't necessarily, I, yes, they may be allies, but I don't find they're allies in the sense that they're using this as an opportunity mm-hmm. to advance their own cause. So people, people, the people who are against. Yeah, they, they didn't want to get out there themselves and do it. From well, they no needed one... something. They no. needed something to prompt. They needed something to prompt. Something that, to catapult. Everything. I don't. I'm not mad about it at all. Well, so did we. I, I, I we appreciate it. Just I, generally out in the street. It took. But we're not. It took these two but murders. Black, 
but black people are all on the same page. Not maybe not maybe we're not all on the same page. But black folks are generally all in the same game. We we don't have that buy-in from. This, I well, actually let me correct myself. I do. You're right because this is the first time in one of these movements where I've seen because in all of these photos, I've been looking at photos. You see brown people for Black Lives Matter. I see that very specifically. Not. I did see a couple things where people said, oh, brown and black people were having a hard time. No, no, it's not brown and black. It, no, it's black lives matter. I do <laughs> see all these different groups saying my specific group for black lives mattering and save black people. I, I do see that. You're right. I do see that. But I, I, what I'm saying is I see it also. Maybe I, maybe I could split it up in my mind, but I don't see it necessarily as an ally kinship I see it as a opportunity to it's a Charlotte broke the camel's back on everything for it people is. who are out of work just the confluence you just spoke about the, it is that straw it is it people is are fucking fed up of the right. bullshit everybody's right. tired of the bullshit exactly and and that part is true um the way I see it at least I hope what's going on and you know I'm constantly like I said glued to Twitter to kind of see what it is so I'm not declaring that this is this is is um, uh, to be a, uh, a fact but I feel like it took it took these three murders Breonna Taylor George Floyd Ahmaud Aubrey to um, put black people in the street and we've always been the tip of the spear the the impetus to push America to live up to its so-called creed, founding creed. And so... And, never, and we've never been able to achieve the, the fruits of that labor. No, we have not. While we everyone else not. has. Yeah. Well, While everyone else has. Well, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, you know, so, so, so those murders put us in the street. And yes, everybody follows behind us, right? All Everybody else's group says, oh, they out. Okay, let's get behind them. This time it does seem to be like there's an actual um, uh, kind of consensus that we need to be out for black people. And that that's that part's wonderful. Um, yeah, it's, you know, everybody has their agenda, right? But that's, if that's what it takes to get people out in the street saying, yeah, we're gonna fix this Black Lives Matter problem and then we wanna fix everything else too. I'm for that. I'm for that. You know, you know what's good? I mean, I mean, I, I was, you know, listening to somebody I follow. They said, "Well, even the the shutting, you know, say you throw, say somebody throws something through the window of a of a bank or whatever else. When you shut the bank down, you shut the dad the daggone machine off. So that's the type of disruption um, that sends a message when you when you shut the machine when you mess the machine up. Um, that you know, or or any kind of business, you know." just like that um that always speaks volumes to people in uh in power but everything's digital now so we can't really shut a bank down well you know just it just the symbolism i guess of it not being there of not being people not being able to go in but i, I mean I definitely, I definitely see your point see ham's point or my point I mean, I see both of the points. Okay. 
I mean, you know, the I was telling you as we were having this uh, debate over whether there's a, there's a really such a thing as allies for Black people and, you know, when they show up and when they don't show up and who shows up, who doesn't show up. And I was saying that, you know, I don't particularly glom on to this notion that, oh, we all have to pull together and can't look for allies and that's a waste of time because I tend to be more oriented to uh, class dynamics than race. And y'all can dogpile on me and call me <laughs> a bad black person and take my black car and all of that if y'all want. But that's no I tend I tend to right. I tend to be um, I tend to be monetarily oriented, and so I view things through that lens. And when when looking at it through that lens, what I see are like I said, what, what, not what I see, but what stands out more to me, most to me is class dynamics, right? And so, you know, that's part of what's driving people getting out in the streets. You saw it first with Occupy Wall Street, right? That was, that drove young people to the streets because their financial um, opportunities were negatively impacted by George Bush. And then uh, a few years later, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement emerges, and now you've kind of got those two things converging because um, the can't leadership. Forget, you can't forget, can't forget your feminism. Oh yes, oh but, yes, me too, me but too, does, most definitely, but, but most does, definitely. But, but the, the women's is, march. But does, yes, um, right. but does class trump race? I don't think it does. It may because not, it may not, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that I'll say this. Not, it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I keep talking. Keep cutting you no, off. But all I'm saying is they, you know, no matter how how much uh, wealth you have necessarily as a as a black person, it doesn't uh, negate your uh, you know your uh, your racial status. In this That's country. true. And I'm not arguing that it does that that class trumps race. That's my class going to fall short for me. Okay, and I'm not arguing that it trumps it in absolute terms. I'm arguing that for me, class matters more than race. I was going to bring up another um, possible, you know, just a quick, um, see your thoughts on it. How about those scumbag motherfuckers in the NFL even open up their mouth to say, what do they say? anything about this? What do they say? I didn't make some kind of milk toast. I, I don't have the comment pulled up, but yeah, this whole long comment. But they dodged, you know, the obvious elephant in the room, which is Colin Kaepernick, telling them four years ago about this very issue. And now it's really egg on their face. And I know, I know what your opinion is, Ham, that they're never going to reinstate them. But I kind of think they have to. That they won't ever. I mean, I mean that. I mean, come on. Like, what, what, I mean, it depends. I mean, didn't you send me that um, that link about uh, to some article or some comment that uh, black men should boycott football, playing football? 
Was that at the college? Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was. Um, I, I sent you a, a, a video. A, a gentleman did a short video about that, saying, you know, fuck football. And he's a big football fan. Well, if and if the players do Colin. that, they will reinstate yeah. Colin because they will have to take it um, seriously. Uh, if the players don't do that and they knuckle under again for their white billionaire overseers, then. No, I don't think they, they never. They, I don't know about knuckle under. They never even you, to knuckle under. You actually something have to actually be on top of you. They never even stood up for him. Most of them. I'm talking about the. I'm saying the players knuckle under to the owners. That's why I'm saying the current. Play, they never did anything. For, uh, right. Uh, well, they they knuckled under because they never stood up. I don't think they. I don't think it was an issue with them standing up and having to back off. But they just didn't do it. Okay. Well, some did. Some did. They protested. uh, A lot of players protested along alongside them. But um, that's it is uh, it is remarkable that the the hubris that takes that takes stones for the NFL to come out with their solidarity statement. (laughs) A lot of a lot of corporate entities are doing that. You know. We stand with protesters. Did you guys hear this breaking news? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jason Whitlock. Oh, I heard about it. I did see that. Yeah, (laughs) his contract didn't get renewed. The the memes were great. The memes were were choice uh, about that. Good, good time. So he really had to come to work on Friday to fill his contract and then knowing he wasn't going to well it is what it is. Um, basic income was a far off dream five years ago when I was learning about that researching it in grad school right and it made it from obscure fringe um, left wing idea to the presidential uh, primary in five years, maybe less. I was, yeah, I was in grad school in 2015, I graduated. So yeah, yeah, 2014 to to now. So five or six years, um, it's become mainstream. There's an actual, you know, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House is discussing uh, a type of basic income for uh, COVID-19 relief, right? So yes, police-free society right now is a no-go, of course. But hell, five years, 10 years from now, who knows if these protests keep up, you know, maybe that change is not as, uh, you know, um, far-fetched as it sounds. But speaking of what we can do today, to your point, um, I love that idea of, of uh, insurance bonds. Uh, malpractice insurance for cops they absolutely should have that and but I still want to see uh I I would like to see a wholesale um disbandment of current police departments you know if you're a good cop you can get your job back but you got to reapply but fire all these cops that way you can weed out all of these um what does uh Tariq call them race warriors race soldiers race soldiers a nearly fuller term Oh, okay, okay. You can weed all of them out. I saw a clip um, somebody posted on Twitter of a cop in riot gear flashing the white power sign. You know, that is unacceptable. 
I don't want that person on the on the force and I don't care how well they're bonded you know what I'm saying so but but between those two ideas you could get a real fresh start um of course you know if you want to you, you're still going to need to address systematic, uh, systemic uh, inequalities for Black people, so that we we do stop. Sweet, sweet funny to say that. How about um, Bob losing that fourteen trillion, fourteen trillion dollars worth of reparations back mm -hmm. in Wisconsin actually came out and said it, which yeah. was which is pretty good. You know, I always I always thought Bob was a uh, not very black as. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> right so <laughs> you okay there um yeah you know that's he's still the founder of bt but he, no I, I know what he i know what he is that's what i'm saying i always thought he was uh um so he out to bike huh samuel jackson yeah, uh, he, he was bt when it was bt as cedar no matter no matter oh <laughs> cedar <laughs> I haven't heard about that, heard that name in a long time. But I mean, the truth is still the truth. I mean, 14 trillion would give each of us about. Yeah. Well, most of those, but most of those black elite, they don't typically advocate for uh, for the, the working classes. That's why, again, it's a well, class. Well, you see, well, you see, well, you see the you see the main one, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Today well, speaking out, I'm like, holy shit, the tides have turned. When I saw yeah, that, when he when he spoke up, when uh, Trump, Trump did that, tides done uh, turns. Yeah, when Trump did that tweet to LeBron uh, a couple years ago, I like Mike, and Mike was like, I'm with LeBron. I that shocked me. That shocked me. Um, was very very proud. Of documentary, documentary. Um, no, no, just when he, I haven't seen the Last Dance, but. Uh, this happened a couple black, of years ago. Black Hawk helicopters. LeBron, LeBron called. Uh, wow, you see him? They're just—it's like a stream of them. For real? Like, yeah. Wow. Okay. Three just went past. Three's I told you. Them. I told you it was going down in some places tonight. Um, he stepped outside the White House and said, "I'm killing all you hard R's. Coming to get you." Um, but uh, yeah, when LeBron called Trump a bum. And Trump shoots back, I like Mike. And Michael Jordan was like, no, nah, don't, don't bring me into that. LeBron is right. Uh, so proud of him for coming that. around. But I was yeah, I was good. surprised that uh, Bob Johnson called for $14 trillion. I, And the fir my first reaction when you shared that with me this morning was, he's only calling for that because he thinks he gets a nice big piece of it. He thinks he gets a trillion to himself. <laughs> He probably get the same. He's you know get the same cut. The same cut. The same cut as the rest of us. Nah, they as, as the rest of us with they, uh. They do it. They do it proportionally. The richer you are, the more you get. Than this nah, the less get. you get. Coin fields. Nah, it's always everything is always weighted in in favor of the oligarchs. And even on a on a Facebook post that I made sure I mentioned where my. Someone was saying something, and I, I shoehorned it in there. Where my people are from, the states there that they're from, on the, the plantations where they were at, just did not make no mistake. I wasn't in Jamaica. People weren't in Jamaica somewhere or over somewhere else. Hey, 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 hey. What? Nothing wrong with having ancestors from Jamaica, okay? Okay. Yeah, but if you were here before the Civil War, you deserve some, you know. 
Well, of course, of course. I'm just saying I actually have ancestral mm-hmm. ties to Jamaica, and I don't know, I don't know when, uh, I don't know when she got here. I mean, it was pre-Civil War, or post, but I still want my cut. Yeah, I'm sure one of your uh, that's probably yeah, but you gotta think when you multiply when you go back a generation, it, it, it multiplies by two. So it might be one person, you know, one thirty second of you is <laughs> in Jamaican. Right. You know? No, I right, no, I understand right, I understand that. That's what I'm saying, is that, you know, I don't think that should be a disqualifier. Just because you got it, some, well, it should be for somebody to not let people grift off of it. Because something should be for us. There's never anything just for us. Like it, it, we politically we treat it like another one. Awesome. Wow, I hear him. I hear him. Wow. I was saying that's right. That's a TV helicopter. Oh. We're treated like um, like that scene in um, what's that movie? Office Space. Milton Adams when they're passing out the cake. Well, keep passing the cake around. Then he ends up, he gets no piece of the cake. That's how stuff is done. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that if y'all not including me, I don't want, then I will not lift a finger for any of you all to get anything. You would. I mean, all I gotta do do is go to ancestry.com. I I I trace all my family trees back. And I didn't pay for it. I didn't pay for it, Don. That's because there's records for half of your people, because half of your people ain't our people. <laughs> that eliminates him too. <laughs> that's a goddamn lie. You got that's the a goddamn you got, lie. No, you got the most. You got the most. You got the most misogynistic family tree yes, of any black folk I know. Hands cut. Hands cut. Even these. <laughs> no, nah, we all slaves. All my people say we had 1600s. I got the plantations and everything, and I live. I, I live. Every last one of them folks. Thirty miles from my plantation. Every last one my of your maternal side grew up from. Every last one of your black ancestors had a white partner. So, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Goddamn lie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it is. Only one. Only is. one that did was that first one. That first one did. He's definitely was white. <laughs> that first one in the 1600s. Yes, she was white. She was the Irish. Yeah, y'all took bed, a bed wench. Y'all she was Irish bed, bed wench. Don't you call your said, ancestor a bed wench? Look, this is a bed wench well, she was. No, she, she wasn't. Been they were. That might have been love. That might have been love. You Okay, she was, but she was used up, and they said, "Well, take her, your big black buck, your big oh, black buck from Africa." You can. That's you a can horrible. That is that is <laughs> your great 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 grandmother. That's a horrible thing to say. That's terrible. Anyway, I seen I've seen a picture of your family reunion photo, and that that trend continued. Nah, that's not that. Not not on um. Not on my side of the tree. Not on my okay. part of the tree. Okay. Okay. Um, but the, jokes the, as- the translated to to my bloodline. Jokes aside, um, I'm saying I'm getting the money. I may your, not. My sister your, may not. Am I? Your, and the rest of them might not. But I am. Shit. Your your hair gives you away. So yeah, don't I, don't try I, it. Anybody with one a hair don't get no money. <laughs> <laughs> don't try it. Your hair gives you away. Anyway, um. 
where <laughs> where was I? Oh, Ancestry.com that I don't, you know, I have reservations about putting my information in databases everywhere. That's the only reason I haven't done that. But yeah, maybe well, I'll try to lock up the relatives using your DNA and shit. <laughs> that, that's happened before. I, it I is what? I oh yeah, no, it is. If you put your, right, if you put your, uh, your, DNA. Uh, your, your DNA. DNA in those databases, DNA. right. That's why I haven't, I'm dying to I've do never it. done one of those tests, but I, I can't do it in good conscience. Yeah, that's why I'll, I'll never do the DNA thing, but I've yeah. done this. I did the Ancestry.com without the DNA and without ever paying for Ancestry. I did the three thing the entire time, tracing all of my family line, maternal, paternal on each side, uh, back to at least the 1600s, well, to the 1600s, but you know, around at least to the 1800s on every side, but 1600s. So what do you got? Which, which was side. which was easy because there's real records for white people. So yeah, <laughs> no, it's not white people. No, it was slaves. real easy. I'm talking about slaves. No, a slave, a slave being a book like Bob L. Yeah, birth e thirty-five, and nothing else. No, you no, know? no. Well, let me explain it then. Let me explain it real quickly then. The reason why I can trace it back that far is because in the state of Maryland, there was a a genealogist, like a, an award-winning genealogist who went back and there was some law, something happened where they had to hire this genealogist to do the work. And this genealogist went and found it. And because of that, all of his work is in Ancestry.com and all the people who are related to that person for all the slavery stuff. So what did you do? And the I, National Archive Records Free Access? I, yeah, I did that too. And then I also saw on another, on my paternal side, I went there and used, and that's how I found the Civil War records of my, of my relatives who were colored infantry in the Civil War. I, I went back there and found them there and found the gravestones and uh, all their the entire military records, the handwritten, long form by you know, who, you know whoever the clerk was in the military back then. I didn't realize they had barely colored infantry in the Civil War. That's nice. Um, yeah, that's how. I, uh, yeah, we got it. We got the. Gravestone in uh, Brian Philly. You didn't, hear, you, you didn't hear that I said barely colored. But anyway, oh. all right, that's that's my last. That's my last. But yeah, no, that's that's cool. I mean, you know, we've traced it up to post-Civil War Reconstruction era on both sides of the family. But I mean, them records then way out pre- 1900 you know like i said you get a name and an approximate age and an approximate that's why location the reason There's why no, i said the, the no reason why i say nothing the reason why i say uh ancestors is because they have the mormons and the mormons have had all of those records all of the all those archival records and have digitized and they were the first ones to start doing all the digitizing mm. of all those records and digitizing so that you can search them electronically and that's mm. why they're the best ones Okay. And all the I know an archivist, I know a genealogist, mm -hmm. um, Native American. She's black, but she claims Native American. She's like a little piece of Native American, but all she claims is Native American. But that's her thing. But she she started doing it for me, and she's like, "Cam, you can do this all on thing by yourself." I'm like, oh, "Okay, all right." That's why I'm like, "All right, I'm not paying you shit." Can't ham, my man. <laughs> so, point of the story. You just go into Ancestry. You don't even have to pay for it. You still got to put your stuff in. 
And then you just know. your name. You don't got to put no social security or nothing like that. But you can put your name is, in. And, the oh, point man. of the story is that the point of the story is that Hamilton may not the be census there. data. It's census data info. The point All of the story is uh, mm-hmm. digitize your census data. You're like, oh well, we, we didn't have our we didn't have our uh, like my one homeboy. See, they're asking same thing right now. Man, same thing. My homeboy, same thing. He's like, oh well. You know, I don't know why people we didn't have my grandmother didn't even have a, a she couldn't come visit me in South Africa when I was there on my PhD. Um, but because she never had the birth certificate. Mm-hmm. But the, the census data. Okay. Yeah, census data. But the census data again, the census data only has like approximate shit. You can't find out no, no shit. Like with you got white relatives, you can find out their date of birth, who their parents were, what town they were born in, and what time of day. No, no, what I'm that. saying. No, the, the census date is every ten years. All that other stuff is, you know, your oh, yeah. Census yeah. date is every ten years. You can find out because it shows you who lives in that household and whoever everyone mm. there. I mean, me looking at those records showed everything. It said, oh yeah, that is my that's my uncle. Oh yeah, I know him. It is, it's it's complete. Okay, all right. Well, that's what I I'm will saying. Give it a try. That. I'll give it a try. Yeah, I mean, I no, I, no. I know the the point is that, uh, and it does it automatically. I think the uh, you know bottom line is that you're less eligible for reparations than I am. So, that. Um, you you, <laughs> I'm, I know because you because you are part of American. Uh, musical history, R and B, R and B royalty. Yeah. Um, yes, I know. Like, Maybe part of ro- yes, I know. You're you okay? So if they give you points on that, then you're right. But if you talking about this blackness, I'm black as you. Stop playing with me. Okay, all right. We all. I black. think I think that's debatable. That's debatable. Um, debatable. We put that to the to the to the audience and and let them take a look at the records and say who's who's blacker. But um, no, I'm I'm kidding, of course. Um, I think it's great that you have an American kumbaya story. Ain't nothing kumbaya about it. We <laughs> suffer through slavery. It's kumbaya. It is wonderful, wonderful. You could, your family had allies. That's great. Um, anyway, so on that My note, friends, my family's on the same plantation as as uh, as. Uh, What's your name? The Freedom Fighter. Uh, oh, Harriet. Harriet. Okay. Same, mm-hmm. same county. St. Mary's County. That that tracks though. That tracks because you're the most connected Negro I know. Just six degrees of Hamilton. It's just all the time. So yeah, that that tracks. It's it's like a like a magical totem you guys carry. Throughout, mm-hmm. the, throughout the centuries, okay. Hamilton's ancestors, just, my, chilling. My with family, everything. my uh, not not quite. My family didn't get free, so them, they were the ones saying, "No, we love this place." Yeah, right. <laughs> I was gonna say they turned down their chance. That's why. Oh Lord. Um, and then my great grandmother. Growing up, we always thought my great grandmother. My grandmother's like, oh, she's French. She, oh, they're from they're from Louisiana. She's New Orleans. She's like, eh, baby. And she's like, she was always speaking French. And I, as a child in elementary school, I took French every year. And I'm like, well, go call your grandma, call your great grandmother, talk to her in French. 
I'm like, oh, what is, what is your, oh, bonjour, bonjour, madame. Oh, uh, this is your religious sweet. <laughs> and she would talk to me. I'm like, I don't know what I'm fucking fuck saying. And turns out she lived a fucking goddamn lie. She was from, her people were from, uh, St. Mary's County, Maryland, or Calvert County, or one of these counties on the Eastern Shore of Maryland. Well, yeah, that's what that's what happens when you know the, your people didn't leave when Harriet rolled through because they was they was house Negroes. They had it pretty good. They figured. So, you know? so you trying? So yeah. what are you trying to say? My my great grandma was a bedwench. I'm just saying that she was. A, she was trying to say it, they were Negro bedwenches. Exactly. I come from a long line of Negro bedwinches. <laughs> you the one that was calling out your Irish great grandmother. All I'm saying is that uh, there is such a thing as light skin privilege, and your people had it. <laughs> probably, probably. I'm speculating. I'm speculating. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I know. Because I'm not. Not light skin. <laughs> okay. Okay. Or privileged. So. Okay. All right. Debatable. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, um, I think that brings us to a close for this week's episode. How y'all feel about that? There's a hundred more things to talk about. I know. This is why we need to be doing this more consistently. I've been trying to get y'all on the phone for like two weeks. I was. I've been ready. Well, Stay ready. I'm ready every day. We can Buck do it every day and I'm ready. Okay, Buck didn't want to do it. I'd do it every day for 20, 30 minutes. That's that's cool. I mean, because the news is coming fast and uh, it's very difficult to keep up. I had a whole bunch of things I wanted to talk to y'all about last week and the week before that are completely irrelevant right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's commit to really do this. See if we can build an audience. Yep. I'm sorry, I got on. Uh, I was searching for that for the um crumping from for the white man. He was. And I uh, couldn't find it. Oh, okay, okay. I'll see if I can. Uh, I got to search for it. I think Buck knows where it is, but I can't find it. So, oh, before uh, I turn this thing off, um, and I guess you can cut out that last six or seven minutes. Uh, are there anything you should touch on before well, we bring this one to a close? Okay. Oh, they got Kamala. Kamala's on. Kamala's sitting there shooting her shot. Oh, she's trying to, okay. On, on the worldwide leader of Rachel Maddow. Well, yeah, Amy's out, so it's down to uh, they're trying to do, trying to push Val Demings, Stacey Abrams, and um, Kamala. Stacey can't do it because let's face it, politics is still an appearance game, and uh, I don't think America's ready for a full-figured black woman, but. Uh, America's definitely ready for another. Val, Dem- Val Demings is a real cop, and yep. uh, 
She's too chuckly for me, though. And, and Kamala's a cop boss. You want the cop boss. I still say it's gonna, it's gonna be Kamala. I, I still Unless want, it's Michelle. I still want uh, Elizabeth. Y'all breaking my heart. Black people are always the tip of the spear for a more perfect union uh, in America. Always have been. Always have been. America would be a, 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 a shithole um, if it wasn't for black people always agitating. Yes. And uh, black women are a big part of that. So, yes. Period.